0: what is up everyone out there you know what it is it is wednesday a little a little over eight o'clock we're a little late out here but we 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 still here uh another inner circle day today i have two special special friends i can say you know i know uh michelle over here uh for a couple years now what's up michelle how you doing
1: hey i'm doing
0: good (laughs) and we got my boy Dion Sage from the Progress Report. I was on his show last night.
2: Yeah, I feel like like it's it's been forever since I've seen you or
0: (laughs) or with you. You know, it's been some overtime tonight. I guess it's been a it's been a couple hours. You know, but it's always nice to see you. Different setting, different setting. I must say, very different. I was like, I was like, wait, like this setting looks familiar, but the face is different. Uh, reminds me of a show. Yes, yes, (laughs) I am
2: borrowing uh Taylor's set for uh today, um to do this to do this today. I think I get away from the desk a little bit and
0: yeah, and be and be more relaxed. You look more chill now. You look more like more like hanging out, more relaxed, more like exactly. Listen, I got
2: the got the hat on and got the uh Cabernet sitting here, nice and lovely. I get to meet. A nice, uh, a new, hopefully a new friend, and talk with her, and I get to talk to, you know, a
0: friend that's aging with me in the game. You know what I mean? Yes. This is This, is this is wonderful. a long, long time. But Michelle, what's up, girl? How have you been? It's been so. It's been like how many years? How long has it been since I seen you?
1: I would say the last time you probably saw me, probably like 2018, 19, around there. Wow. Probably
0: 2018. I know. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. How's everything been? How's uh? How's uh work? I know you're always working. My girl is a working girl. She's always working, keeping busy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I've been doing good. I worked at the Department of Health for a little bit throughout the whole COVID when it first started and stuff. It was kind of difficult, um, going through that and just like listening to callers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm working for a company at the hospitals and helping them transition out the hospitals into their homes.
0: Okay. Oh, nice. That's what's nice. up. You know, thank you for that. Because uh, not all three people, especially with, with COVID or pandemic going around, would risk their their lives or even their family's life, Because you do have a family at home as well, you know. So, so be working in a hospital during such a, like, pandemic, you know, like contagious pa- pandemic that you would risk mm-hmm. your life and and take that home. So thank you for that, you know. Like I said, not yeah. a lot of people would do that. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much for that. Like, I mean, no, to you workers, you know, because you guys had to uh sorry about that. Somebody trying to uh <laughs> call
1: me.
0: Uh, my <laughs> boy is busy. My <laughs> boy is okay. busy. He got one <laughs> second. I need I need an hour to be on the inner circle one second. Like
2: yeah, like seriously and now it's like oh my goodness. Everybody always does this to me like in the middle, I'll be in the middle. They'll see me go live on somewhere and then they call immediately. It's like, no, don't call. So to so that person that just called, <laughs> doing something, I'm busy, do <laughs> um, But yeah, to the healthcare workers, you know, my sister's a healthcare worker and, uh, she, you know, she she's a nurse and she told me, to telling me how bad it is. So, you know, I, I salute to you, salute to you putting it out there, being that one of the frontline workers are during that time, during that.
0: So, so yeah, so- yes. So Michelle, this this is your first time on a podcast. Uh, welcome, Dion. Stage like I was saying, we had a uh, he had an episode yesterday, and he got the the privilege of interviewing the mayoral candidates for Providence. Um, I feel like that's a that's a privilege you get an, a first insight into these potential future mayors. You know, Providence. How do you feel like? Uh, I'm not not asking you specifically which one you're going for, but uh, like. Who's 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 like your top three? Would you so, would you tell me that?
2: I don't have a top three. Okay. Easy. I don't have a top three. Uh, to be honest with you, I have not made uh, my final decision uh, just yet as who I would be supporting uh, for Providence mayor. Mm. Um, I know that's been a very hot button issue uh, with me. My phone continually rings uh, about <laughs> with that with that very question, Ivan. Um, but you know, on the progress report, we did the. Mayor Series, we started, we did we, we interviewed uh, Gonzalo Cuevo, who was the very first one back in June. Um, and then over the past few weeks, uh, you have been a part of, as well, you you helped me interview two of those uh, candidates in the uh, LaFortune uh, and as well as uh, Michael Solomon on last night. Mm. And then we also interviewed Brett Smiley. Those are the four candidates right now. And, you know, it's a very long race. You know, who knows what's going to happen? Someone might not be able to raise enough funds. Someone may drop in between there. Somebody may be added, added to the race. Um, my commitment with the progress report and the progress channel is to bring out like the information you know what I mean, to people mm. about who's vying for your vote, because I think it's important. And I've been saying this a lot, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that politics is local. Um, All too often, we look at the federal government, we look at the president, we look at the U.S. representatives, your Marjorie Taylors, your AOCs, and all of them, and look at them to fix the problems. But when really, once the federal money, f- federal government sends money to the state, it is our state legislators, it is our mayors, it is our, our, our city council people that decide on how that money's spent and where it goes. So that's why Mike commitment is i want to interview the local politicians that, that that affect our everyday life
0: no that's 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 awesome like hopefully maybe one day when i get up there at your level i'll be able to interview some of them and get them on this show and ask them some serious questions but show what is something that you're as as a providence resident as a mom as a you know like somebody who lives in the community what is something that what is like some of this, some issues that like you're looking forward to like in a next mayor to like resolve Like, is this something that, like, that would. Um,
1: To be honest with you. Go ahead. Um, I would say definitely the community uh, and addressing like the Spanish community and other languages um, that are not English at all, because there's a lot of barriers that come into play. Like being in the healthcare industry, like you see a lot of miscommunication happening. A lot of people not getting the benefits and the resources that one typically might get when, english-speaking because they don't you know for the simple fact that they don't really understand and stuff and i mm. i i believe that that's something that's really big right now um so hoping that someone could come into play and like focus on those like removing those community barriers for those people because there's a lot of people that need assistance in this world in Rhode island um families people um elderly people which is the most valuable population there is out there so hopefully they can do address any of those community barriers
0: you know what just 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 with that my first candidate that I ever get out is Dion and Michelle gotta come on with me and you gotta help me I'm out so
2: can you can you give me one moment I need to adjust my
0: volume okay
2: um Ivan and I apologize about this I I really need to adjust my volume because for some reason when I got that call it just like I so jumped down
0: I'm so yeah, so no I definitely agree with that Michelle. Like something that I'm very like I'm looking forward to is like I need we need to change and reform like our educational system. Like I feel like we are failing like our kids like on a regular basis. And yeah. and that's what we're putting out to the community and that's why our community stays the way it is. So that's why I was kind of like like uh, wanted to ask you like, what is something that you are looking forward to? Because that's something that I, me living in Providence and living from the community, that's something that I'm I'm b- really big on. And having Dion here and, and having him that, um, having him had the opportunity to interview all these candidates, um, and getting an insight from every single one of them. I feel like, you know, like he had the opportunity to, you know, get that out of them. But out of a serious note, because we don't try to be serious in this game, we are going to let these two. These two guests get to know each other a little bit because it's the first time they're meeting and we're gonna play a little game called Two Truths and a Love. I'm terrible at this game, you know
1: <laughs> To be friends it's gonna be my first time.
0: T- All right, and that is Two Truths and a Lie, Michelle's first time. Michelle's excited. Dion, you've watched the show before, so you already know how it's played. And for anybody that's watching or listening, because um, we are on Spotify and Apple, Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio, uh, for anyone those listening and don't know the game, Two Truths and a Lie, each one of them will take an uh, opportunity to say Two Truths and a Lie, and the other guests will try to figure out which one is the lie. Michelle? I know you volunteered to go first. Let's go. Teachers right. and a lie.
1: So in the seventh grade, sorry about that. Someone was calling my phone. <laughs> um, in the <laughs> in the seventh grade, um, I remember I memorized uh, two hundred and fifteen numbers after the decimal
0: of pi. Two hundred and what?
1: 15 numbers after the decimal of pi okay in high school i joined a math committee and the next one will be i broke or sprained my leg at least for six years in a row the
2: second one is you joined a math
1: what i um joined the math committee at high school (laughs)
0: <laughs> he's writing it down he he is a journalist he is a journalist he is writing down all these answers he is analyzing
2: got them two math ones in there for some reason There's some reason so there is something associated with math for some strange reason I think you threw that broken you think you're going to throw it off I think you did break uh, a body part of some sort at some point
1: um, broke my leg
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with you memorize the numbers and um you broke uh that part of your body and then the last one is uh the, the lie would be the math part
1: you actually got it correct hey
0: <laughs> see I got it correct yes <laughs> he's been he's been interviewing people that's why he he could tell he's had a practice he's like <laughs> hmm, let me write this down what did she say hmm
1: I'm gonna have to write things down
0: too because. <laughs> <laughs> He's like analyzing and breaking everything down. be like, hmm. Okay. I don't know. It sounds a little suspect, but no, I don't. <laughs> well, that was good. Good job, Dion. Wow. You would... did good. Oh, you did me. good. I would have never guessed that. Normally, yeah, I'm terrible at this game. Yeah. I would have never guessed that. All right, Dion, now is your chance. You're two choose and a lie.
2: Okay. Um. So, I am. I'm an ordained minister. I am uh, president uh, on a bowling club. And also um, I've lived in New York twice.
1: What was the first one?
2: The first one is I am a ordained minister. The Mm -hmm. second one was um, uh, I'm president for a bowling club. And the last one is uh, I lived in New York twice.
1: I'ma say the lie out of the two would be the president of a bowling club. Ooh. I nope.
0: Actually,
2: I've never lived in New York. <laughs> <laughs> <at all. laughs> I am president of a bowling club, yes.
0: Yes. Monsieur- I should have went with my gut
2: feeling. Monsieur- I was
1: gonna say the New York one, but who would, who doesn't want to go to New York? <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. That's true. I like visiting New York. I, I just it's, I don't think I could live in New
0: York. Michelle No offense, to New York. I like visiting. Mich- Michelle wasn't there for the uh conversation when you were talking about bowling, or she would have she would have figured it out. Oh he would, yeah. He was talking about bowling yeah. tonight. Oh so, yeah. I knew I the answer. I knew the answer. I was like, I know those two definitely has to be true. So good thing I'm not playing. <laughs> but Let's move on to some, something else, something that recently just happened and um, a little bit on a serious note, um, you know, just because mm-hmm. I feel like it's something that's happening too often and it's something that can be preventable. In Michigan high school, uh, there was a Michigan high school shooting where three students were killed and several were critically injured. A 15 year old sophomore was taken into custody with a semi-automatically, semi-automatic handgun that was bought by his father four days before a fatal shooting. Before the fatal shooting, what is going on with these kids and getting access to these guns? First of all, if it's your father's gun, and when you buy a gun, you should have it in a safe place, in a safe where it's not accessible to anybody but yourself. No, so no guests can come into your house because let's let's say God forbid you have a, a house and people. Some people don't know how to behave when they have a couple drinks in them and stuff like that. To have it lying around where your kid it just grab it, anybody can come to your house and grab it. You know, if, especially if they know where it is. Um, I think the I think the father should be charged. I think the father should be charged as well because it's 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 irresponsible when you are giving a license to for a gun, when you are giving the right to purchase a gun, you are taking on that responsibility that you're gonna keep it safe from everybody else. Only you are the one that's gonna be holding that gun, and only you're the one that's gonna be using it. And I I believe that. Um, you shouldn't even have the animation and the gun in the same same location. You know, you should have the the, the gun in one place and the animation somewhere else, like in a different safe. Um, what are you guys thoughts on this, Dion? I know that you're you're uh, a big believer on gun reform. I I believe. I'm not too sure on that. I know you're 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 you pro gun like reform or something like that, some type of form. So but, so I, let
2: let me just say this. Okay. One, um, I am I. I I am a licensed gun owner. I,
0: oh I, wow! I didn't know that. I am
2: a huge believer. I am a huge believer. I am pro uh, gun uh, gun um, gun gun rights, and also that we should restrain uh, restrain. So, gun rights for me looks like this: when we look talk about rights, we also talk about responsibility, mm. right? We we never too often. I mean, we always hear everybody talking about this is my right. This is my right. Yes, you have the right to arm yourself, but what is your responsibility with that? And I think that's where we get. Um, everything that—that's where the argument comes in. Um, for me, as someone who's a responsible gun owner, my gun stays in a safe. Let's be real, okay? Um, one, because of the fact that it's not easy—not easy for access. And two, um, two—it—it—it it, it, uh, 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 nobody know either has a combination, doesn't have the combination, nor do they have the key. And if they have the key, they still don't have the combination. Mm. You know, uh, it's about being responsible with your with your weapon. Um, and, and if it's said that, that, that you know this is the father's weapon, the father has to take that responsibility um, in this entire matter. Period. Uh, uh, just like when I say with House, the parents have to take some level of responsibility. We so we don't know where he got that gun from, but it's it. it they, he says the friend in the beginning, in the beginning of the investigation, it was the parent. Now the parent knew about it. Things like that whatever it is parents have to take some level of responsibility for the kids actions when they take a a, a an assault assault uh weapon you know uh, uh period and then we still have to uh when, when these things come up as educators we have to ask ourselves are we really seeing the signs in the classroom of mental health are we seeing the signs of bullying are we doing something actually doing something about it or are we ignoring ignoring those things
0: Michelle, you as a a mom and obviously having like a son that goes to school, like how do you feel, uh, what can we do to to, like prevent something like this? Or how do you feel like we can make our school safer so things like this don't happen?
1: I believe that if you're like a parent that has guns in the home, you should keep it in a safe like Dion did say because it's something, you know, even if you have it out, like you can't always rely on a child that's 15 years old um, to not want to go pick it up, you know? Um, at that age, I don't think they're mature enough to actually think properly and what the consequences are behind it. Um, and I do believe that it could be like a mental health um, situation where he is not getting enough. A lot of parents are either working from home, um, the kids are at um, working virtually or at school and they're not getting the attention that they require as kids. To be properly okay and I feel like um, putting that responsibility on the parent back on the parent with um, keeping this gun safe and also making sure that your child is mentally okay for this world is also the responsibility of a parent.
0: Definitely agree. I all falls back on the parent. I, I, working in the school department. You see, a lot of these kids—they don't understand that their some of their actions have responsibilities. They act on the moment. They don't—they don't think about what's going to happen or the effect it's going to have afterwards. And I feel like as adults or as parents, like we have to, like, be on top and, and, and of that be, and see what our kids and, are doing. And let's
2: be real, our elected officials, along with the NRA, also have to take some level of responsibility to this. We still don't have, after all these shootings, we had Sandy Hook. Um, uh, Columbine, uh, 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 the, the list can go on and now we have mi- the shooting in Michigan, you know, we still don't have a, uh, a proper and adequate gun bill to make sure or plan that that guns are not going to be around our most uh, vulnerable uh, people in America, and which is our children. So um, the Congress, as well as the NRA, um, has to take responsibility for it, period, as well. Um, you know, parents after parents do all they can you still need that legislation you still need that safety net from the government and organizations like that all right
0: that's true so on a lighter note have you guys been watching anything on netflix i've been watching a couple things obviously netflix is full i got all my little apps but i always go back to netflix and something i've been watching recently is the kevin hart netflix series the true story where It's very violent and very serious. It's a whole completely different side of Kevin Hart. Obviously, we know him as a comedian, uh, as a comedian, comic, whatever you want to call it. But uh, he kind of tries to make it like a true story where it's this reality in the back scene where he's kind of serious. Um, Yeah, it's kind of awkward and it's kind of weird. I feel like he's trying too much. I don't know. I don't know. I know you guys have probably not watched it or anything like that. Not that I recommend it, but... Watching, watching stuff like that for kids, I, I, since we were talking about kids and stuff like that, like what do, you, what do you think are the effects of pop culture on the morality of our teenagers? Mm. Like and my, from my point of view from my point of view, something that I tell, always tell the kids is that you've got to remember that the entertainment business is just there to entertain you. And all that stuff that they say, "I shoot up, I do this, I do that." They're not doing any of that stuff. You know, They'd be arrested, or you know, all this other stuff would be happening. And we have to separate reality from entertainment. And I feel like people are mixing the two. And especially our young kids, they don't know what's real and what's not real. They don't know that some of these mm-hmm. some of these artists, what they're doing, they're saying they're fucking bitches and selling drugs and sniffing this and sniffing that. They ain't doing shit. They're sitting at home watching TV, watching their bank account come up because we got all these people buying all their all their stuff. And they're just promoting a lifestyle that they're not really living. And all these kids are buying into it. So you see all these kids behaving in a certain way, but it's like, yo, that's not real. Like, you know, that's not going to get you anywhere in life. I, I think
1: the influence that the kids are receiving is bad from like a lot of these, you know, social media influencers. And a lot, a lot of times they're doing everything for the clout at the end of the day. You know, like they're, they're, they're not actually everybody's making up something you know, making up something and they want to go do it like the little the challenges that have been going on around uh, there. I feel like we need to take more responsibilities as adults um, and to make sure that our kids growing up actually are properly doing things that are right in life and not wanting to go sniff coat, not wanting to go steal a car. Like I saw in the news the other day, there was Three fifteen year olds that stole someone's car and got into a really bad car accident yeah and it's like why are you stealing a car where are your parents at like we need I feel like I feel like they need to they need their parents to teach them and actually be there and li- and look at what they're listening to and look at what they're looking at on social media because everything is turning into the internet yeah so
0: I see. I see that on a daily basis. Kids just trying to put pin kids to fight just to record it. But go ahead, Dion. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. Go ahead.
2: You you know, I, again, I think for me again, it goes it goes back to um, it goes back to the parents and teaching uh, what is what is real and what is what is fake. You know, at the same time, what is what is reality and what is surreal. You know, um, or, or or what is not real. You know, um, and pop culture is always going to have influence on teenagers, you know, since pop became pop culture. uh, It's always had influence on teenagers. Um, You think about music alone, uh, one of the biggest goals out of all the artists wasn't just to be an R&B artist, not to just be on the R&B charts, to just be on the blues charts to the jazz charts. Once you got to the pop charts, that means your music crossed multiple genres, you know, because the pop. Pop is is, is is what's happening. Um and that's the same thing when we think about uh pop culture, whether it's in entertainment, movies, or anything like that. They're gonna have some influence. The 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 strategy we have to give our kids is how to uh decipher uh what is real and what they can take from it, and what lessons they can take from a lot of things. Because a lot of things that we watch on television, there's a lesson, underlying lesson behind it. You know, some things, yes, there they, you have things that are funny, but there's still an underlying message about like that movie, don't be a medicine sauce by drinking your juice in the hood. You know what I mean? It's hilarious. You know, every time people watched it back in the 90s, you know, it was hilarious, right? But there was an underlying message uh within within it, you know, uh uh with within the movie. Mm. Uh so Um, again, it falls back on the parents and it falls back on how we educate our kids on understanding what's real and what's, what's not real.
0: Yeah, that's definitely important. Education, back to everything. Education, educating our people, educating our kids, educating our parents. I feel like a lot of parents, I feel like a lot of people became parents at a very young age and didn't really get to learn how to first be a child and let alone how to be an adult. You know, you were you were trying to be an adult while you're a child, so I feel like educating our parents is very key into the success of our kids. Um, yeah, I feel like investing into our communities. Agreed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. All right. So another another show that I've been watching on, on on Netflix that you guys haven't that I mentioned to you guys earlier before we went online. There's a hundred humans, which kind of asks the weird questions of. Like, everyday life, like, one of the questions they ask is, your toilet paper, do you pull or do you drag? Like, do you leave the paper off on the top, on the, the hang it from the top or from the inside? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I Does it matter to you I feel like
1: sometimes...
0: Does it matter? I feel like
1: sometimes it's on the top, sometimes it's at the bottom, depending mm. how fast
0: you can get it on the <laughs> thing. So to you it doesn't matter. So <laughs> I mean to you it doesn't matter. <laughs>
2: the question is, the real question for me would be like, is the toilet paper on the roll? Because that's the worst thing in the world when you really gotta go and you get all the way there, and there's nothing there's no toilet paper there. That's that's the real question. <laughs> I don't care if it's oh at that point, I don't care if it's yeah. over or under. Is it there? Okay, mm. and if it's not. After I get it, who's the last one to use a bathroom and put toilet paper back? Because they're going to get a throat punch.
0: That's simple. <laughs> to me, it doesn't matter. Some people, it matters. Some people are like, no, you can't drag it. You got you, you, you got to pull it or whatever it is. I'm like, honestly, however it comes out, that's how it's going to go on there. It's is it not, there? Is it that Exactly. Is it there? <laughs> I use baby wipes one, one. I use baby wipes. I'm like, where's my baby wipes? uh uh-uh.
2: That too. Is it
0: there? Is <laughs> it there? <laughs> that all that matters. Uh another thing that they were asking is are people more attractive in uniform? Do you guys find people more attractive, man and female? Do you find people to be more attractive with it depends uniform? On the uniform or no? to me. It does. It does. What about really you, Michelle? What do you think? On the uniform.
1: Um, as a female, I'm going to say, um, we do find men more attractive being in uniform. And yes, it also depends what type of uniform they're in, um, because the type of uniform goes to show how serious they are in their career, um, as well. So I, I would say, yes, like we find guys more attractive. They, they seem to have more of a hold on life um and able to follow rules and regulations to get to where they at in life. In my opinion. Not all girls <laughs> are the same because <laughs> some girls just like to date whoever just knocks on their door.
0: Some girls are like, you got a so... dick, you got a dick. All right, come on, we're going home. <laughs> we going to my house. You got a dick, we go to my house. Wait, listen, hold on. All I'm
2: gonna say is I just I agree with you. Uh I do find I do find men more attractive in their uniform. Uh, it's, I I just um when it, when it, seriously uh and you know what for me it's it's yeah that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> before I go down dark hole oh, before you start going into <laughs> details and shit I know my past and <laughs> my first Geo watching I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm not, don't don't so don't put me on the altar on Sunday so
0: <laughs> Michelle's right on the show they did say that women do find men depending on their career, more attractive in uniforms. Um, something mm-hmm. like a police officer, uh, doctors, they got high. But, when it came to janitors, no. Janitors and fast you food workers, janitors and fast food workers got, no, no likes from the women. From the men, men liked either, um, men men didn't care. Men liked women equally. They didn't say gay yeah. men, but it just said everything. But for me, either or, Guy, girl, gonna, uniform.
2: They never, they never go to gay men for these schools. They're not ready for the truth.
0: <laughs> for me, anything in the uniform is sexy. You walk in, you got a uniform. Holy shit, what the fuck? not <laughs> uh, shit that uniform is ironed and well
2: and nice and like, like you took your time to put that on, baby. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. I don't care. You got your little McDonald's uniform with your black pants and your little crew shirt. Go ahead. It's ironed and nice and, you, and nice. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-mm. You got a job. That's all it is for me. Like when I see a man in a uniform working, like you have a job, you know, and I think we have to, when we talk about like that, that poll kind of bothers me because of the fact that, you know, um, women say, well, a police officer is more sexy than someone in a, in a manager's uniform at McDonald's. Well, at the end of the day, they both have a job. Mm -hmm. You know, they both have a job and, and we have to get back to the idea that Someone with a job, and no matter what the job is, period, we have to respect the job mm. and respect that person working.
0: Yeah, like, that's true. But still, do I wanna be struggling or wanna be living good? I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I'm kidding. Then, listen, I'm wait kidding. a minute.
2: Hold on, let me just say this. I know some McDonald's managers that live very well. Oh like, yeah, no. Oh, oh pay they, they
0: pay good. They pay good. I'd be i be, you know, I I be going through that drive through, they'd be like twenty dollars an hour to start. i be like, What? I'm about to leave my job and fucking start working over here, starting some fries and stuff. Uh mm-hmm. what can I get to you? Number five, all right. Cheese. Mm-hmm. We well, I got you
2: i I had a, I had a 401k that was that was wonderful i was like
0: yeah that's one thing i never was- i feel like everybody's first job is like at a fast food place i didn't i never really got to work at a fast food place i worked at new creamery as my first i was a dishwasher dish well, that wasn't
2: my first job my first job i worked in a bowling
0: alley okay that's a fun job that's a fun job to have a first day i'll be bowling there the whole time but like shit there ain't no people here let me just start bowling that's why you're, you're good go ahead mr what were we gonna say
1: um, I was going to say that not only like people in uniforms are more attractive, but there's also another piece to it. It's like how hard are they working and, you know, how sure. committed are they to their own success mm-hmm. in life? That's mm-hmm. really attractive. Trying to finding someone that's really committed to to the success in their life, in their world, in their career, anything just goes. It's way better than finding someone that is just here because, you know, I'm I'm at the job because, you know, I'm here. Versus someone that's like, oh, I'm adamant to be here. I want to be something much more. I want to do this and I want to do that. I want to climb the ladder. That's also attractive in somebody.
0: I feel like that attracts people because you find um, something that I I watch a lot of documentaries. And they said that when you're attracted to somebody, you're attracted to them because you see 20% of that person, like of yourself in that person, you know, or you see 20% of that person in you. Um, And I feel like you always want to find somebody that you can like meet their energy you know like oh they're successful like wow like you know like i need somebody that's gonna push me and that's gonna make me like push forward and be more like you know like work harder and, and work and yeah. work to work to improve my credit work to get more money work to save money work to buy a house i feel like that comes a lot into you know being attracted to somebody for me at least for me i'm not i'm not i'm not all into like the physical and everything i'm more into like what is this person got going on like you know like how can I improve you know what, myself I'm by being that person? I was
2: talking about the other day. I said to somebody, I said, you know, you know, like, for me now, my level is, his. a romantic night, right? Like, like they call me over, they cook dinner, candles are lit, we eat dinner, then after dinner, we sit on the couch, having a glass of wine. He leans over to me and whispers in my ear, <laughs> let's talk about what we used to build our life. That was just, like, right there, like, that will just woo.
0: I feel baby. like I feel like I feel like he was reading one of those books, you know, like when you were little, I like you used to read, it and they were so detailed, and they were like, and they leaned over <laughs> and whispered in my ear, and I'm like, oh shit! Like when I was little, I was just like, oh my god, like what's going on? There's like so like detailed and stuff, but right? uh uh-uh. uh
2: I'm just saying. <laughs> like that right there that that's attractive like let's 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 think about ways to build our credit. Oh, let's yeah. talk about our future. Let's talk about investing in houses. Let's talk about this like our dreams and our plans. That to me let's talk about it but also not talk about let's 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 put this down on paper. Let's let's make a vision board. Let's let's do this. That right there things like that is like beautiful for me. Yes. I, I like romantic. that's romantic to me. You ain't got to go take me to no five star restaurant. We don't have to go on some big careers. Let's do that when we get the money, when we after we get all our dreams and plans. Let's do that as we
0: you know what I mean? Yep. No, I totally I definitely agree with you. I'm 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 the, the the same way. I feel like that is more traffic because you see you see something lasting and and I would I wouldn't want to get into a relationship with somebody unless I saw something like they were gonna push me and I was gonna push them. Like you know, you always yeah. I as selfish as it may seem not selfish, but you kinda have to think like what can I gain from experience or knowledge from this person to make me a better person? What can I, what can I, how can I help this person become a better person? You know, I feel like yeah. as you get older, you start looking for that stuff. You know, when you're younger, you're like, yo, is he cute? Is she cute? You know, like, I'm kicking it, whatever. But I feel like as you get older, you start looking for something like that, somebody that's gonna make you a better person. Yeah.
1: Yes,
2: that
0: part. Make I
1: agree. Support you mentally and physically. Yep.
0: You know, no, of course. Definitely. I mean, if he if he's cute, it's a plus. But <laughs> if he's cute, yeah. No, honestly, another another question too that they were saying in a hundred things are funny. Are people funnier? Wait, are people that are funnier cuter? Even if they're ugly, like if if there's an ugly person, like they're not maybe not not the most attractive person, but if they're funny, does that make them cuter because they're funny?
1: I'm gonna say yes.
0: I'm gonna agree. No, I'm gonna agree. I feel like I feel like somebody could not be the best looking person, but could be like funny and making me laugh. Cause it's all about like how they're gonna make you feel, you know. And at the end of the day, you want to be with somebody that's gonna make you feel good and laugh and stuff. Especially when you're going out there in the stressful ass world, you know, with work and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I would definitely, true. I would definitely appreciate somebody that maybe a seven, maybe a six, but it's it's funny, you know. And I'd settle for that.
1: I would rather be with somebody that is uglier with a personality than cuter with a personality without yeah, a personality. Yes, mm. that
0: is There is nothing more unattractive than that. A person that is cute but has no personality and it's just like dull is like you are a waste of skin. They should have yep. they, they, they should have <laughs> just gave your skin to somebody else with a different personality and you would have been a whole package. But mm mm. So
2: I listen, yep. I agree with everything y'all just said
0: <laughs> give me funny
2: give me personality and give me i'm not even saying a number it's because like it it's just i don't know like i i as so a when when did we as people become so shallow and not just really look at the inside of a person
0: yeah
2: you know and ivan you're right you know when we were younger it's he like hey you know i want to date this person because they're cute they're attractive yeah but now as we get older do they have personality and do they have goals yeah. do they have as you said you know how hard are they driving on their career you
0: know yeah, I feel like that's that's attractive, but moving on, we're just gonna go to another game and end this night on a good note. We had a lot of topics going on, random stuff, but we're gonna go play another game
2: so. <laughs> i probably seen it played in other refresher.
0: All right. So, welcome back. We are going to play 5 Second Rule. Michelle, I'm pretty sure you guys heard her say she has never played this before. So, I'm going to explain the rules for Michelle. And for everybody that is listening to us, 5 Second Rule is... Actually, I should probably, I should probably give them a shout-out. 5 Second Rule, you can buy it on Amazon, Walmart, everything. I love this game. I'm going to pick a random card out of here. Each one of you guys are going to have five seconds to give me three names or three things that it's asking you for in the card. For example, if I ask, give me five fast food places, then you would say, I mean, not five, three fast food places. Then you would say McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell. Get it?
2: Okay.
0: All right. Who wants to go first? Dion. Dion's going to go first (laughs) because Michelle went first. She went first for the uh for the uh for the two in the line. so Dion you are gonna go first I'm okay gonna pick, I'm gonna pick randomly out of this card <laughs> and we are gonna take turns and we're gonna see who's gonna who's gonna get more points ready Dion are you ready I'm ready <laughs> all right this is ready to our people so children cover your ears five second rule ready people you like to see in an orgy.
2: Will Smith, Denzel
0: Washington, Chris Tucker. Oh, uh, well, I'll give it to you. You said it right on the timer. I'm not sure if you guys can hear the timer, but the timer is playing on the video. I know you guys are watching this on different, but
2: I said Chris Tucker. I
0: said Chris Tucker. Why? I don't know why. Yeah. You know, it's just a name. Ready? Are you ready, Michelle? Do you understand how to play the game? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there is a timer on the screen I don't know if you guys can see the timer But everybody else can see the timer I will tell you when the timer goes off Unless you guys can hear it in your in your ear Alright Ready Name three foods you eat when drunk Go
1: Fries Burgers And
0: Time <laughs> I am sorry Michelle I cannot give that to you That was way off Dion 1, Michelle 0. Let's go. Dion, are you ready? I am ready. Oh, sorry. I started the timer without. I'm having fun. All right. Ready. Dion always gets these. Ready? Set. Name three sexual positions. Go. time <laughs> damn, that was a good one too that Michelle was, was, like, Michelle was like ooh see. ooh ooh <laughs> I couldn't get them out I thought every single one all at the same time <laughs> he was like oh shit wait what was that called oh my god wait what is this one called ah uh, damn alright let's see I'm shuffling the cards I'm not picking them randomly so let's see random card let's see so Dion you still have one Michelle still has zero let's go Michelle redeem yourself so Ready. Catch up. Name three reasons to be jealous. Go.
1: Someone's cuter than you. They look better than. Uh, well, they're skinnier than you. Be... Time! Damn. Time. My
2: goodness. <laughs> I gotta be off the rip. That was a tough one. That was tough. That was, was a
0: tough because yeah. you had to kind of like explain it, like. But I but you saw I'm picking out of the stack. I am not picking I am not being biased. I am just picking out the cards. Ready, Dion. Are you ready? The score is okay, still one to zero. One to zero. Let's go, Michelle. You're competitive. Michelle, I'll give you a Snicker bar. <laughs> I'll tell you that story well, later. Michelle, I'll buy you a Snicker bar. You better win this. We game. can tell
1: that we can start we can tell that story after the game.
0: Alright, we'll tell the story after the game. Michelle, if you win this game, I'll give you a Snicker bar, girl. Ready, Dion. I want a snicker bar. <laughs> <laughs> me too. God, I, I could use a snicker bar right now. Ready. Dion, are you ready? I'm ready. Set. This Dion got an easy one. I feel like he's going to answer this quick. Ready. Uh, actually, this is the other one. Let me see tougher. Ready, set. Name three times you hate being rushed. Go.
2: Praying, sleeping,
0: and getting on the bus. Oh, good, good job. 2-0. Two 2-0, zero, two zero, Michelle. Let's get it. All right. The other one was way too easy. I said name three gay men. I'm like, what name? What name three gay men? <laughs> oh,
2: I would I would have said Ivan, Dion, and Taylor.
0: I would it, it would it would have been it would have been too easy for you. All right, Michelle, let's go. Thanks. Uh, all right, ready, set. Name three presidential candidates who lost. Go.
1: Damn it. Um, Hillary Clinton. I don't even know. Time. I'm not. Ah. I don't, I don't really. Ah. To be honest with you, <laughs> when it comes down to presidents, I don't want to think about it. Talk a, about that. I
0: feel you. I feel you. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. All right. We still, I don't even care. you know what? We're going to still keep going for a little bit. I'm going to give Michelle a little time. She's getting into the tough ones right now. I'm going to pull it out of the All right. All right. <laughs> Ready, all the easy ones, Dion. Are you ready?
2: No, yes,
0: (laughs) set. Name three places to hide money. Go
2: under my mattress, in my shoe, underwear.
0: Good, another point for Dion 3 0. Michelle, look, I'm pulling out of the air. Let's.
1: We're gonna have a rematch one day.
0: Yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I gotta have you on
2: my show. I gotta have you on my show. So... all right. Yes.
0: Ready. Set. Name three things you don't want to hear your doctor say.
1: You have cancer. Your hair is falling out, and you have um, gangrene feet. Gangrene
0: feet. Michelle with a point. Let's get it. Now oh! Now's yes! getting competitive right now. Three, one, let's go. Let's get it. Ready? <laughs> We're gonna play a couple more rounds. We're gonna let Michelle catch up out here. We can't let this <laughs> shit happen like this. We can't let this shit go out like this. We're gonna play a couple rounds, Michelle. We're gonna get you up there, girl. We ain't gonna leave you alone. Like Alright, I'm ready. <laughs> Alright, Mr. uh Dion, you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Name three bad but good things. Go.
2: Drinking, smoking weed, running.
0: How is running not... How is running how is running a bad thing? It's not bad. When I you're think... running from your problems, that's the bad thing. You know? I, 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 feel you. I feel you. I see where you're going with that. I see where you're going with there that. There you All go. Right, right. Right. Ah, see, I turn that around. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, Michelle, are you ready?
1: No, but yes, let's go.
0: You are ready, girl. You are ready. A snicker bar. Snicker bars. Let's go. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, your hubby to All right. Ready, set. Name three hidden treasures. No, we're not going (laughs) to do that one. That's the, I can't do it. Dion, are you okay with me not giving her this card? That's kind of hard. Hidden treasures. Three hidden treasures? Yeah, yeah, no. Toss that one. Not even I know that. I don't even know that. Give her the sexual positions one. I want to see how she. All right, Michelle, I got one for you. Go. Ready? Are you ready? We're gonna going, going go. We're gonna go one. I'm more adult-like. Ready? Name three okay. male body parts. Go.
1: Male body parts. Um, the testicles, the penis, and uh, I don't know. The no! Oh, come on! <laughs> she got that
0: one. No, she got, she got that it. one. She, she got, got, it. got it. That one. The time I got fucked up. The time I got fucked up. You know, the time. The time I lag. The time I speed up. Michelle, wait so
1: what is what really is three parts of a male's
0: body you can say the butt you can say the butt i think we're gonna say butt the feet it's butt, still a no, body not, part i mean yeah it's a body part arms arms yeah oh, okay yeah. i was uh, going more
1: towards like what so- is the
0: difference between a female <laughs> and a male she's like Shit. i don't know Uh the shaft the head Balls. <laughs> I don't know. All the right. corona. No. <laughs> All right. Ready, Dion. Set. Oh, we got to give Dion a minute. He's over here geeking. All right. Ready. Okay. I'm ready. Net. Set. Name three phobias or fears. Go
2: arachnophobia, hydrophobia. Uh,
0: i Almost, almost. I feel like five seconds is too short. All right, let's do one more round. You guys go one more round? Let's go. One more round. All right, Michelle. Words that get beeped on TV. Go.
1: Words that get what?
0: Words that get beeped on TV. So words that you can't say on TV. Ready? Go. Uh, Fuck. Asshole. Asshole. Bitch, shit, something, anything, motherfucker. Be <laughs> <laughs> on last one, ready? No, no, no. I we're even. This is, wait, we're doing one more round because it would be even. Because I started my,
2: this. Oh,
0: you, oh, you started it. My bad. Okay, yeah, you started it. I forgot. So that's it. You guys both won. Ain't no losers out here. Everybody's a winner. I still want a Snickers. Yes. So, we're going to tell that story, Michelle. You want to tell it? Hear this. You want me to tell it? You can tell it. You can tell it. So, um, if anybody doesn't know, I don't know if Dion knows. I'm also, I, uh, I wrestled in high school. I'm also a coach, wrestling mm-hmm. coach. When Michelle was in high school, Michelle wrestled for me. Michelle was one of the toughest, toughest female athletes I have ever had um, on my team. And the thing with Michelle is she is not obsessed, but she loves Snicker bars. So we went to a tournament one time. We went to a tournament one time, and one of the kids from the opposite team was like, "I bet you my boy is gonna beat your girl." And I'm like, "Oh, you want to bet on it?" Because I know how Michelle is, and I know how Michelle loves Snicker bars, and I know Michelle loves to fight. So I said, "All right, we'll bet on it. If 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 uh." If my girl loses, I'll give you five bucks. If she wins, you give me five bucks. i are like, all right. So I go to Michelle. I'm like, Michelle, beat the shit out of this fucking kid. If you beat the shit out of this kid, I will buy you a sneaker bar. She's like, you don't buy me a sneaker bar right now? I said, yes. I will buy you a sneaker bar right now in the concession if you beat this next kid. She's like, all right. Whistle blue. Michelle, uh, it was uh, Michelle's time to go. They start wrestling. Michelle puts him on his back. I was like, "Hold him there! Hold him there, Michelle! Hold him there!" And uh, yeah, she ended up beating the kid. So I ended up having to give her a Snicker bar. So that's the story. You offer Michelle a Snicker bar, and she becomes superwoman. She just, she just threw that boy right on his back, and she held him there for that Snicker bar. She is no joke. Yo, it
2: that is yo, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome. Cause I, I love I love these some good like female athlete stories. Yeah. Uh because you know, I one, my best friend, she was one of the top when we were kids, she's one of the top female you know, junior bowlers in the state. Um, and that's how I used to get her to bowl sometimes when we be in a tight match and doubles. I'm like, listen. She loved to eat. So I'm like, listen, I'll buy dinner. Yeah. And and I next just- thing you know she starts striking. So that's (laughs) awesome. That's
0: awesome. And I feel like the thing with, with sports, I'm also, I I know we're going to go soon, but I know we're talking about this. I feel like it's very important to to say because people like Michelle as well, I feel like our, in our community, I feel like we suppress a lot of feelings and a lot of anger and a lot of things that have gone, happened to us in life. And I feel like a way an out an out, a way for kids to get all that, all that pain or anything inside is through sports. And I saw that with Michelle. I saw Michelle fight every single day in practice. It doesn't matter who she was going against, a boy or a girl. She was going to fight, and she was going to give it her all. And and the thing, one thing with Michelle that I will say, and not to get all sappy or anything like that, one of the things that I admire about Michelle is that she is a strong, strong, independent woman. She works hard for everything she has. She provides for her family, and I feel like that is something that's very, like, like a role model for a lot of females, and I, I feel like, I feel like, I, and I, I think I've mentioned this before to Michelle. Like, we need female athletes like Michelle. Like, I, th- I feel like you would be a good wrestling coach for the female athletes out there that are looking for like a female like mentor or coach or anything like that. So, sorry, I got a little sappy and stuff like that, but no, I, no, just, I, I think I, just, I
2: think you're right in the vein. You're right. You're right there in that vein, and, and it's and it's you know, um, it, it, I think it's very important that we do have that example of female athletes um you know um you know like i said my sport is bowling you know I, you know and you can tell you so many stories of a bunch of black kids <laughs> black and brown kids from South Providence Oneyville and the West End that you know were put into this sport of bowling only because our parents did it out of fun and then we we went past what our parents can do in bowling you know uh, we traveled I was on the JVC tour things like that and I had seen a lot of girls a lot of women uh, pick up the sport of bowling going to college and then after college start their families and don't pick it back up and 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 that kind of killed the in Rhode Island killed the woman side of bowling uh, um, and I'm not going to say you know it's important to start a family but how do my question is you know how do we get those role models to say hey you know what let's rebuild this, let's, let, let's put this back together for the younger girls to show, hey, you know, this is just not the end result, even when it comes to like wrestling or basketball or anything like that, because I noticed in women's sports period across the board, um, once a lot of women it, it, uh, start their families, they kind of stop playing that sport, you know, or stop being involved in that sport. And it's how do we find a way to keep that balance?
0: If it makes sense, that's my question. No, so. it, it, it does make sense. And I appreciate and I think Michelle is a perfect example of like a strong, independent female. And that's something I would always appreciate and love about Michelle is and I'm glad that, you know, like after coaching and everything that you're still doing well and we still keep in, in contact and everything like that. So I appreciate I appreciate both you guys for coming on tonight. Thank you so much. It's great to see a new face and a face that I've been seeing a lot recently. Uh, definitely check out my boy Dion Sage on the progress report every Tuesday, but you guys are, uh, season finale. We have a show tomorrow. Tomorrow. We have a
2: panel tomorrow. It's going to be a great show. Our season finale. um, four seasons. Uh, I didn't think I'd ever make it to season four. (laughs) Um, but four seasons and we're going to be sitting down taking some time off around the holidays, uh, to enjoy ourselves and things like that. Um, But uh, Ivan, if I may, can I get like 20 quick seconds? Yes. Not even, I need five seconds. (laughs) Uh, I felt this to say to your viewers tonight, um, as I had said in one of my truths, I am a minister. And I just want to encourage people out there. I know, like, a lot of things have been ha- happening, isolation and uh, COVID and all this stuff. I just want to remind you of this. Joshua 1 and 9, which is my favorite scripture, and has gotten me through uh, 2020. has got me through 2021 and COVID. And it says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And that is my prayer for this audience tonight. That is my prayer for each and every one of you tonight. I love y'all. And catch me tomorrow on the Progress Report. Eight o'clock live
0: on Facebook. Hey, I definitely got to go with you one of the one of your, your Sunday uh um church things. I definitely want to go to one of those. But again,
2: definitely, definitely would we'll love to have you. You too, <laughs> Me you too. too. Come to church on <laughs> Sunday. My Listen, dad's a pastor. I have been, about in, like it. The, we I've been Providence, in the church for a while. Powerhouse Boston, Ch- Powerhouse Church of Boston. Shout out to Pastor Jody T. Allison and First Gentleman. Robert Martin Allison. I love you guys <laughs> so much. Shout out to y'all. But yeah, that's my church. We worship inside, we'll worship inside Providence and all the stuff. By the way, we have a ball this weekend in Boston. Check out my Facebook about that ball. It's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait.
0: <laughs> nice, maybe it's a date. All three of us are gonna go up there. Michelle, we pack yes. your bags, bring your family, bring your booze. Yes. We are going up trouble. there. Come up up there. Come up there and we, have, have a good time. We're going up there. We're I, gonna, I we're gonna couple praise couple the Lord. Wine. it's
2: wine is sponsored by Tito's. It's our um uh, um uh. Oh, by the way, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say this. Uh, let's keep in mind all the families and all the people who are affected by AIDS and HIV. Today is World AIDS Day. Our uh, event this weekend through uh, One Path Boston, um, it, it, which is our nonprofit, um, it, it, is, uh, it, it is money and proceeds will be going to the federal campaign to end HIV and AIDS by 2030. Um, we are raising money for that, pushing our awareness to, 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 really, to really push that. So um, yeah, if you can't make it, definitely donate and like i said ivan you're more than welcome Michelle, show you more than welcome come up to we'll get some we'll get some sleeping bags and, and, <laughs> and call it a slumber party in the hotel room.
0: praise yes. the lord no i definitely want to there's go there's always time it's always it's, God. it's always entertaining i definitely i definitely want to go like i've i've messaged you before like i definitely want to check it out one day i've never been but I definitely want to check it out. But for anybody else listening to us and watching, thank you, Savannah, for tuning in. Love you. Thank you for being in the in – the, uh, I, I, I was watching your, all your comments and stuff. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Anybody, uh, if you missed last week's episode, we had Nazir Gonzalez, fitness and mental health uh, coach. Uh, tune in next week. We're here every Wednesday, eight o'clock. Definitely, ch- uh, like, share, and subscribe on YouTube. Check, uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple, Heart, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast. Sorry, I'm trying to rumble. I'm trying to get out of here because i we're, we're, I'm, I'm kind of hungry, you know. But <laughs> see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>